gonna hit zoom in one. Good morning. Better. All right. Welcome. A little chilly this morning. Uh, we were moving this way so we wouldn't be in the sun, but maybe we need to move that way so we will be in the sun. Uh, but feel free to adjust. Maybe next week uh, bring some chairs with wheels so you can just kind of roll as uh, the sun moves if you need to. Um, but welcome to our outdoor service and welcome online, uh, those who are logging in and joining us. Um, we don't have a lot of announcements this week. Um, just a reminder that communion is on the tables here. If you'd like to share communion later in our service, uh, you can just find a time to uh, get those. There is a restroom uh, inside, just inside the door to the left of the nursery. And Yes, uh, if you have prayer concerns you'd like us to lift up during the church, uh, those who are online can comment on Facebook, and everyone can text uh, Pastor Marty at 528-4204. That's 528-4204. Um, and share those prayer concerns. If you want to follow along uh, with the bulletin, that's at norwalkcc.org bulletin. And we're starting to get back in the habit of kind of the pew pad mentality. We're checking in online uh, for uh, just to let us know you're here and you can leave any comments that you might have. Uh, but that's norwalkcc.org backslash check in uh, a form there. You can also put a prayer concern there if you uh, don't want it mentioned out loud but would like it to get into the Tuesday update or to one of us, you can do that. Um, youth group uh, started back uh, this uh, past Wednesday right here in the parking lot and they had a, a good small distance crowd and we'll be back again at 6 o'clock this week it's bring your own uh, meal and then they have some kind of uh, they, they played some weird mixture of like uh, four square and gaga ball but all while seated in chairs it was, it was pretty entertaining to watch um, so uh, come out uh, this uh, Wednesday and with that, uh, I think we'll begin with uh, Pastor Marty. Okay, beautiful people. As we gather this morning and get in our right frame of mind to be able to worship, then I invite you to just set aside whatever it is that you've been thinking about and pondering and worrying about this week. Set it aside for the hour and just take in a deep breath whether you need to have your feet flat on the floor, whether you need to have your hands open, whether you need to look up or bow your head down, whatever you need in this space, I welcome you to continue to take in some deep breaths and just let go and release everything that's keeping you from worshiping right now as we just listen for one moment. Gracious God, thank you for bringing us together in this space. May we open our eyes to see you and open our ears to hear. May we open our hearts and our minds to accept your love, your grace, your generosity, and your mercy this day and every day. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.
Good morning. Our call to worship comes from the 19th Psalm. The heavens are telling of the glory of God, and the firmament proclaims God's handiwork. Your law, O God, is perfect, reviving our souls, and your commandments are sure, rejoicing our hearts. Let our words and our worship, the meditation of our hearts, be acceptable to you, O God, our rock and our redeemer. Good morning. Good morning. We were on a little too loud earlier, so there we go. Good morning. Oh, good morning. Well, we're going to start the songs today with three spirit songs. If you want to just come along, you're going to know a few of them. Sweet, sweet spirit, surely the presence of the Lord, and ending with where the spirit of the Lord is.
Thank you, Jeannie. Let us pray. O oh, wise God, you have come to us by becoming one of us, walking with us and showing us the way. You teach us that the last are first and the first last. You lead us on a way to new life that leads through death. Truly your wisdom is different than ours. Meet us in this place and teach us your foolish wisdom and your vulnerable power. Give us joy to receive it fully and courage to live it foolishly. Through Jesus Christ, your wisdom and word. Amen. Okay, beautiful people, as we've done each week, I want you to look around at those that are near you and show them some beautiful jazz hands. Make sure they know that through your eyes that there's a smile underneath that mask of yours. right now. Oh, I forget about that. I know. It you, doesn't affect puppets. It doesn't affect puppets. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I mean, everything looks pretty standard, but what's that tiny little square thing up there, the table thing? Oh, this With the one? paint on it. With the paint on yeah. it? <laughs> well, that's a paint can that sometimes we put our offerings in. Sometimes people put money in uh, to support oh, the to, church. to pay the puppets? Yeah, to pay the puppets. And then uh, on it, also, we have some of our hand sanitizer because of the pandemic right now. And then we have communion. Do you know what communion is? Not a clue. So Jesus did this really cool thing of eating with those that he was closest to right before he died. And he told them that any time they ate bread 
than they could think of him. And any time they drank juice, then they could remember God's promise to always be with them. So I assume that only the people who understand all that and aren't kind of kind of crazy like I am can do that. No, Carolyn, there there aren't any people here that aren't crazy like you. We're we're all a little crazy. Well, yeah, I guess you got a point. I can see that. <laughs> But the cool thing is, everybody's welcome to the table. It doesn't matter if you're rich or poor, if you're old or young, if you know a lot or don't know, know very much at all. Everyone's welcome at the table. Well, you know, Bodie told me some things like that, but I just didn't get it. I didn't know what he meant, the table. Yeah, that's the table. Now, it doesn't always have to be that table. It can, it can be any table. We've got some other tables set up. People have some tables online in their homes. It's pretty small for everyone. It is, and sometimes it looks like a picnic blanket, and sometimes it just looks like your own lap. But anytime you're there with something to eat and something to drink, you can remember that Jesus still loves you and that God is always there. Well, that's pretty cool. It do, is pretty cool. Do you have a theology book I can read to learn more? Absolutely. Would you be interested in that? Who oh, we can't. No, no. I'm just going to keep coming to church and I'll figure it out. All right. Carolyn Peaches, it's always good to see you. Yeah, thank you. Can see you tell, tell everybody hi? Yeah, and uh, I look forward to having communion with everyone. Oh, we look forward to having communion with you too, Carolyn. All right, help me with my legs. All right. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. Bye, Carolyn. <laughs> Let us pray. Dear Lord, this is the time in our service when we bring forth and dedicate our offerings to you. Thank you for the many ways you have blessed us and blessed this church. It is a time-honored and sacred duty that we share those blessings with others. As we present our gifts of money and our time and talents, please bless them and help us use them to keep helping others and to do good works in your name. Amen. Praise God from the
know, I was born on my grandfather's birthday, so I think that's pretty special when grandparents and great-grandparents are born on the same day. Um, more to celebrate, right? Um, we also have uh, some joys. Uh, we had a few surgeries this past week, and all three of those surgeries went well. So uh, prayers of praise uh, for Kim Ward and her surgery, for Dalen Van Dyke and his uh, surgery, and Teresa Williams and her surgery. Uh, continued prayers for all of those as they continue to heal and recover God of healing. Um, we also, uh, along with that one, want to, to uh, even though uh, we're grateful that surgeries uh, all were successful and did as they were supposed to, um, I do know that Dalen uh, Van Dyke has been really having a, a hard time this morning, and so uh, trying to keep uh, the pain at bay because it's really uh, hurting this morning, his shoulder is, so prayers, uh, extra prayers for Dalen for pain management and having uh, the ability to, to be able to just relax uh, that shoulder. God of healing. Uh, we do want, uh, we have two prayer requests from Julie Tyler. Um, one is an update on their 13-year-old great-niece, Danny, who we prayed for last week, who had broken her leg in two places. It turns out that she will not need surgery for those two breaks, uh, which is good. Uh, continued prayers for healing for Danny, God of healing. Um, and prayers, uh, their daughter, Courtney, uh, Glenn and Julie's daughter, Courtney, uh, She's a teacher, and she had a previous uh, student, uh, Gianna, uh, who's now in fifth grade, but she's kept up with Gianna and her, her mother, uh, Teresa, uh, who now live in Florida, uh, who moved there three weeks ago. But Teresa uh, was uh, killed in a hit-and-run accident Friday night. And so uh, prayers uh, for Gianna... Uh, for all of Teresa and Gianna's family and friends, God of Resurrection. We also uh, want to keep Carla McCleary in our prayers. Uh, she will be moving soon to Montana uh, to live with her two sons and grandchildren that are there. So blessings on Carla as she uh, moves and as she makes that transition. God of love. And one more uh, prayer, uh, prayer request. Uh, Nicole Sullivan's uh, mother uh, died yesterday. Um, and so let's keep Nicole and all of her mother's uh, family in our prayers. God of resurrection. Let us go to God in prayer. Gracious God. You continue to surround us with this community of faith, the community that whether it's a joy, whether it's a concern, whether it's just something that we can't fathom to imagine and we don't know what to say, you give us this community that prays alongside us, that walks through this journey of life. Gracious God, for all of these concerns within our community, for the continuation of our concern with this pandemic in our community, in our country, in our world, 
for those that are suffering from hurricane damage, for those that are suffering from wildfire damage, for those that are mourning influential people in our society. Gracious God, continue to surround us and to love us. For all of these things, we, we come to you saying that prayer that our Lord Jesus taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen.
Our scripture reading this morning comes from the book of Matthew, the 20th chapter, verses 1 through 6. For the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard. After agreeing with the laborers for the usual daily wage, he sent them into his vineyard. When he went out about nine o'clock, he saw others standing idle in the marketplace. And he said to them, you also go into the vineyard, and I will pay you whatever is right. So they went. When he went out again about noon and about three o'clock, he did the same. And about five o'clock, he went out and found others standing around. And he said to them, why are you standing here idle all day? They said to him, because no one has hired us. He said to them, you also go into the vineyard. When evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to his manager, Call the laborers and give them their pay, beginning with the last and then going to the first. When those hired about five o'clock came, each of them received the usual daily wage. Now when the first came, they thought they could receive more. Each of them also received the usual daily wage. And when they received it, they grumbled against the landowner, saying, These last worked only one hour, and you have made them equal to us who have borne the burden of the day and the scorching heat. But he replied to one of them, Friend, I am doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for the usual daily wage? Take what belongs to you and go. I choose to give to this last the same as I give to you. Am I not allowed to do what I choose with what belongs to me? Or are you envious because I am generous? So the last will be first and the first will be last. May God add his blessing and understanding to the reading of his word. The last couple nights I've spent going through Facebook, scrolling through and watching, reading everyone's reactions to Judge Ruth Bader Ginsburg and her life and what it meant to them. Being a woman, I, I have some of my own stories as well as to what it is that she meant to me. You know, when she went to law school and was accepted, people told her, why are you taking that spot? That's a man's seat. When she graduated from law school and went out to pursue a job, no one would hire her because she was a woman. And that was a man's field, a man's job. Continually, she was reminded that she was a woman. And when she got to the Supreme Court, then someone asked her and has since been asked several times, how many women do you think should be on the court? And every time she always replied, nine. <laughs> and when questioned about it, she said, for years, people always thought there should be nine men on the court and never questioned it. Why are people questioning it when there would be nine women? Her point being, until people no longer question it based on gender, then the equality is not there. For myself, 
I've had people all the way through me going to college, me trying out for jobs, me having jobs in ministry, being reminded that this is really a man's seat that I'm fulfilling. The number of times I've been referred to as the pastor's wife who occasionally preaches. The number of times that people completely dismiss me as just simply being a pastor's wife. Even when he was not in ministry and I was the pastor, the number of people that would approach my husband as the pastor and not myself. The number of times that I've helped put on community events and have been told that I'm not an option for being the one to speak. I understand what it means to appreciate the people that have come before me to bring equality. I understand what it means to appreciate those that are upsetting the status quo. People don't like change. I get upset when I walk into the local grocery store and the item I'm looking for is no longer in the same place that it's been the last few months. I get upset when they change the label on my favorite peanut butter. Why did they do that? The label was just fine before. Now it's more confusing when you look at it trying to find it in the aisle. Yet the product inside is the exact same product. Little changes that are insignificant, that don't really matter, upset us. They irritate us. And in this story, in this text today, Jesus is upsetting the status quo. When we lived in New Orleans, every morning on your way to work, any home improvement store that you drove past, you would see, standing in the front of the parking lot, a line of men standing there with their lunch boxes or small little igloo coolers. All of them would be standing there. And as you waited at the traffic light, you would see trucks pull up. They'd hold up however many number of people they needed. That many would get in the back of the truck and they'd drive off. This is post-Katrina. So people were renovating houses like crazy in New Orleans. Sometimes you would see trucks pull up and they would point at specific people that they wanted. Those people would get in the truck and they would go. The middle of the day, if you drove past, you would still see people standing there, smaller numbers. The end of the day when you were done with work, you drove past, you'd still see a few guys standing there, still holding out chance that somebody might need them for work or for labor. And when I read the story, the text today about these laborers in the vineyard, I can't help but think of those men that would stand there in New Orleans outside every single home improvement store every single day waiting for work. 
how awesome it is in the story that that, that vineyard owner, after having everyone that's worked there that day, calling up then those that were called on last first to get their paycheck. Because I always wondered when you would see the ones standing there that weren't getting picked first, you know how you felt when you were in elementary school and it was like kickball time and the, the coach would pick like one, co you know, leader for each team, a captain, and they would pick people and you would be standing there like, okay, okay, uh, I know Jenny's better than me, so she's going to get picked first, but certainly I'm not worse than Travis, right? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get picked before Travis, right? Like, you don't want to be the last one picked for kickball, right? And I kind of feel like that's how those men felt every day. Standing there, not wanting to be the last ones picked. And yet they return and keep coming every day because they need the work. And I'm imagining if this was you and you were the last one still there and the vineyard owner said, what are you doing still standing here not working? Come with me, let's work. And then when it came time for paychecks to be distributed and you were the first one called up, I think that'd kind of make you feel good after being picked last. So good job for the vineyard owner calling them up first. And then what a better job to actually give them the same amount of pay as those that had worked hard all day. Because even though they were picked last of, their, of someone else's choice, they stood there all day waiting in the scorching heat. Waiting and waiting wanting to work and so that equality of being paid the same amount for showing up ready to work as those that were picked first I think is this beautiful gracious thing from from this vineyard owner but the problem is that there are these people that have been standing there and working all day and they didn't see it as all of these gentlemen going home as equals, all happy, all proud, a unity, a camaraderie. They didn't see it that way. Instead, they got hung up on who was first and who was last and who worked more and who didn't. They got hung up on the first and the last and they couldn't see people as people. They were irritated by these slight changes that they weren't expecting to occur. I keep hoping, because I know I'm one of those people that gets irritated at these slight changes and the things that I'm not expecting. I like to be able to expect things. I like to be able to kind of put people in a box and things in a box. And I like to kind of know what to expect. And when the unexpected happens, and I'm not totally pleasantly surprised by it, I get irritated by it. 
And I know I'm not alone in that. But I hope that I can gather some inspiration from this vineyard owner. Inspiration to share what it is that I have. Inspiration to be able to hold no resentment towards anyone. No measurements, no accountability. Just love. Common work is what these people were doing. All sharing in that one common work. These people that spent their day waiting were seen as equals to those that had spent their day working. People all viewed as people. Each receiving what is needed regardless of what that need was. In Christ, we've all received more than what we've given, more than what we've earned. Let us be an inspiration to others, like Judge Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Let us be an inspiration to others, like Jesus. Let us be an inspiration to others, like this vineyard owner that saw that each people, each person there, all needed money to su survive, money to be able to bring back home, to have dignity, to have respect. Let us look at each other with love, not with accountability and judgment, but true love. Amen. As we come to Christ's table right now, as we come to that bread, to that cup that Carolyn Peaches will get to experience for the first time today, we're reminded that it doesn't matter who is first or who is last, that all are welcome in this place. Jesus took the bread, and he blessed it, and he broke it, and he shared it with everyone, letting them know that all of himself is given for all of us. After he had eaten, they took the cup, and he blessed it, and he shared it with all of them, reminding them that whether we see God or not, God's presence is always there, and that is a promise. These gifts, this bread, this cup, is a reminder that our spiritual needs, our spiritual fulfillment comes from Christ, comes from God, being right there with us, this great trinity, this great three-in-one. Let us give thanks for these good gifts. Let us pray. Dear Lord, thank you for this opportunity to celebrate communion with you. Even as this pandemic limits our ability to physically gather at your table and even keeps many of our brothers and sisters from gathering here in person. But it does not limit the grace you have given us, nor does it limit your love for us or the sacrifice you made for us, giving your life for the forgiveness of our sins. Bless these elements representing your broken body and your shed blood, regardless of how we may partake of them in these difficult times. Use them to renew us in body and spirit. 
Then send us out to do your will and your work in our community and our world, helping others who may need our help more than ever before. In Jesus' holy name, amen. These are God's great gifts for you, God's great people. reminded me of, uh, you know how Facebook will do like little Facebook ads occasionally for things? And they actually uh, had a Facebook ad that had these different t-shirts targeted to pastors. And all of them were ones that uh, were coming out around Mother's Day. So they were all targeted for women. And so it had, like, uh, pastor's, pastor's wife and proud, you know, or all, all of that. And then there was one that said dibs on the pastor. And uh, Travis, unknowingly to me, ended up buying it for himself. And on days that he thinks he's funny, then he wears that. And we go places. <laughs> it was the only gender-neutral shirt of all of those. Um, which is kind of funny, but yet sad at the same time. Um, I have uh, one announcement. Uh, reminder to those of you on the board that we have a board meeting tomorrow night in this parking lot at 6 p.m. Um, also, I have one uh, more prayer concern that has come in. Um, many of you know Thomas Hackler that uh, is the pastor at Coming Community Church. Uh, his dad just uh, passed and so we want to keep Tom, uh, Thomas and his family in our prayers, uh, keep uh, coming Community Church in our prayers too. I think they're uh, winging it without him this morning. Uh, so prayers for, for Thomas's family, God of resurrection. Um, and uh, I have our benediction, uh, which I put in form of a prayer. Generous God. No matter how late it is in the day, or how late it is in our lives, you call us in, you gather us in, giving us good work to do, daily bread and grace. Increase in us a generous spirit, 
that we do this work with joy alongside others with love. And may we receive your gift of justice and mercy as good news. Amen. Uh, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Continue to um, keep your masks on as you get up. Continue uh, to be good to each other and keeping your physical distance. Um, continue taking good care of yourselves and taking good care of each other. And uh, Bill and Louise, I'm expecting to see a picture of the great grandbaby before you leave. All right, good people, we love you. Thank you.